This is Masks Off. I am Tia Fagan. And I'm Kim Gross. Who are you behind the masks you wear? We are here to have real conversations about how to live a more empowered and authentic life. So join us, remove your masks, live your life. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Masks Off. I am Kim. And I am Tia. And we're so excited to be here with you today. We have a really interesting topic. At least I think it's interesting and a challenging one, Mm -hmm. one that has been something I have worked on for most of my life and still it still shows up today so we'll let you know what that is in a minute but let me start with our quote so the quote is people are lonely because they build walls instead of bridges and that's by joseph fort newton Mm. so what that says to me and what we're wanting to talk about today is boundaries. So the elusive boundary, right? I mean, how many times does this come up in conversations with people? Over and over again, all the time. It's really hard. Mm -hmm. Boundaries are hard. And we have talked about boundaries before, even in the podcast, but we wanted to talk about it again today with a little bit of a different lens And, you know, I know for me, in my personal experience, that in the past when I've set a boundary and I stand up for myself, Mm -hmm. there is such an aftermath, such an aftermath of Mm -hmm. a tsunami of emotions inside of me because I hate to have people mad at me. Mm-hmm. I do not like when people are mad at me. And so very often when we or I set a boundary, people are going to be upset if it rubs them the wrong way or it pushes right. on a wounded spot for them or a yes. trigger point for them or now something is uncomfortable and they have to do something differently or It even shows up when I show up, when I have been showing up with people in my life in a certain way and in a certain pattern. Now, all of a sudden I'm setting a boundary and I'm saying, oh, I'm going to show up differently and I don't look like the person that I used to be. Right. Exactly. That's And we don't fit, right? We don't fit like a hand in glove anymore because now I'm saying, "Uh, no, that doesn't feel comfortable for me. Right. Right. And I'm going to speak up and say something about it. Exactly. That's going to often ignite, can ignite the other person. Right. Because it's no longer, it's like, but you've always, why is this a problem now? Yes. Right? They're expecting, the other person is expecting you to show up as you always have. And right. especially as a people pleaser rescuer, when you're holding that boundary and you're taking care of yourself first and foremost, the other person could feel rejected, could feel upset, could feel like, but wait a minute, what do you mean? You're, you know, because often people pleasers are playing the role of mother for everybody. Right. <laughs> and so now that other adult, and we're talking more about adult boundaries, I think at this point, 
with other adults. I mean, it can come in with your kids, but I, I think yes. the pushback is a little differently in the, in the boundaries with adults is you're no longer the person I thought you were. When in reality, it's like that person you thought I was was someone with layers of conditioning and people pleasing and mask after mask after mask. So many masks. And as we pull these off and we recognize, you know, when I said yes to that before, it never felt good, but I did it to make you happy. But I wasn't happy. Right. And so now I can't do this anymore because it's inauthentic. Right. But I will say, though, I have to just add a point in there. Even though I did do it for that reason, it was self-serving for me because it kept, right, it kept me safe. So even though I might've been trying to make the other person happy being the martyr, the people pleaser, peacemaker, Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, it served me very well to wear that mask. It was a coping strategy that I, my ego created and developed when I was a child. And I like, how am I going to protect myself from others? Well, Mm -hmm. let me just camouflage myself let me just fit in keep quiet don't rock the boat because when people who rock the boat you can see what happens there's a lot of kickback exactly exactly and I'm so glad you brought that up because it's all that co-creation 100% responsibility so when I was in hardcore people pleaser nurturer take care of everyone do, 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 I sacrifice myself in the process, it was self-serving because then yeah. I was needed and people, oh, you're so nice. Oh, you made cookies again. Wow. You know, doing all these things for external validation because there is something to be said for that external validation. But if that is the only thing that drives us, it's extremely unhealthy because then we're doing it from that place that's not in integrity. But if that's all we knew and it gave us some sort of joy, because of course it feels good. It does. But then as we start to examine, go within, explore, recognize the patterns, well, why do I do this? Oh, I see why from this thing that happened to me in childhood and the repetitive pattern there. So I have to be this way to be loved, to be seen. And right. if, I, if I speak my truth and speak up, well, then the other person's upset and now they don't see me and they don't like me and I'm no longer worthy. But the truth is, yeah. it's not that. It just feels that way because that old conditioning is rising up and trying to keep that mask on, keep it on. It's safe. It's safe here, right? There's no conflict when you wear that mask. Yeah, no conflict. It's much safer. Or very little. If it shows up, then <laughs> very we can form. Right. We remove the conflict at our we should, expense. We should have said when we started masks off like a year ago, we should have had the surgeon warning general. <laughs> like <laughs> when you start to remove masks at your own risk, be prepared, be aware. Exactly. Like, you know, if you do start to poke the sleeping bear mm-hmm. and you start to wake up and stand up for yourself and take off your masks yep. and be who you authentically and truly are. Right. And you start to rock that boat mm-hmm. rest assured there will be aftermath. And that's why Definitely. I said a few minutes ago about that tsunami. Right. So let's talk about that for a moment. So now we're trying new behavior. We're trying to mm-hmm. set a boundary. Right. And so 
it's really hard. There's like, for me, I start to feel all uneasy inside. I just mm-hmm. can't describe it any other way than it mm-hmm. feels like a tsunami of emotion. Yep. And my knee jerk reaction is to want to go back and make it okay. Yeah. I want to make peace. I want to smooth it over. Right. I want to go back into the old role. Please don't be mad. Let's just, you know, whatever. But again, then I'm betraying my true self right? when I do that. So how do we hold the boundary? Hold it, hold it, hold it. Even though you know that the person on the other side is not happy with right. the boundary that you're setting. Right. How do we hold a boundary with love? Right. And, you know, and to recognize too, that when we hold a boundary, like if I were to hold a boundary with you, yep. I wouldn't get the tsunami effect. Cause you would be like, you may not like it in the moment, but you'd be like, right. okay, let me look at myself. Why am I being triggered? What's going on with me? Right. So when you hold a boundary with someone who's already started to peel off mass, usually you don't get, if you get a tsunami, it's quickly resolved because each person goes and does their own individual work. But when we create a boundary with someone who has not explored the mass, have not explored their patterns and their conditioning and what triggers them is the challenge when you hold that boundary, right? Because all of a sudden, like you said, you've poked the bear, the bear has woken up, you've hit that pain point, and it's like, what? (laughs) wait, this isn't the thing I'm going to push because I want you back to where you were because that felt safe to them as well. So not only did it feel safe to ourselves in that space of the old patterns, but it was that enmeshment, codependent behavior that they didn't have to explore what was going on for them. And And so the quote you started with, the walls versus bridges, so we can hold the boundary... And sometimes, and we talked about this before we hit record, sometimes it does need to be a wall. If there's abuse, safety, that's, we're not talking that type of boundary. That's a, you put that wall up and you reinforce it with steel rebar and you just say, safe. we're talking about, you know, not doing things that you may have used to do or speaking up and not being okay with what you may have been okay before, but it really wasn't okay with you, but you didn't want to rock the boat. And so holding that boundary with the bridge can be, oh, that other person is having a pretty strong reaction. Wow. Like observation. If we go into that curiosity, it doesn't mean we let our boundary go, but it's we don't lash back. And I think that's the difference. So we can either make that boundary be a wall where it's like, I'm shut off, done. Or I see you're having a hard time with this. And you don't even have to say it. It can just be energy because sometimes saying it only can make it worse because <laughs> mm. then it can be taken as judgment or criticism because when we're in that sympathetic state in our brain, right, do we hear, are we able to actually hear compassion sometimes? Probably not. Not, not as easily. Um, and so sometimes it is mean walking away and let the person process. Sometimes depending on the person, maybe they are open to a conversation to keep that bridge. But I think the biggest bridge we have to maintain is the one within us of going, okay, I'm going to, I see myself wanting to go back and put this mask on to please it over. But what bridge can I keep the mask off and stay connected to my heart and my truth 
and all this rumbling, horrible feelings, because it feels the first time you really hold a boundary against a really old pattern feels awful. It does not feel good. I mean, there may be bits that feel good, but when you get the pushback, it's like, (gasps) I mean, like I can remember that feeling. My throat just like constricted really tight because it's hard. It is hard. What do you think about holding it? I do agree. I think it's, it's internal work that I have to do because again, I go back to my knee jerk is to want to make sure the other person Mm -hmm. is okay or is happy with me or that I even have to go in and take care of that person's feelings about it. Like I feel it's my responsibility to make sure the other person is processing it. Okay. It's not Mm -hmm. my responsibility. If the person asks and says, Hey, I'm really struggling with working my way through this. Can we have a conversation? Right. That, and if then if it's I said, different. no, that's me then building a wall. Yes. Right. Great example. But, so if the person says, Hey, I'm really having a hard time. Can we have a conversation? Then I can have a bridge and say, sure, let's, let's talk. I'll listen mm-hmm. and yes. still stay firm in my position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, Keeping open-minded, like listening, truly listening with compassion to what the person has to say and be open-minded. I hear you because that's all, that's really what we all want at the exactly. end of the day is to be heard, to be seen and understood. So I hear you. I see you. I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And just because I hold a different perspective, yeah, exactly, which is my truth. And we talked about this earlier. Mm-hmm. about speaking truth is really just everyone's truth is their own perception. So being aware that what the other says feels to them just as true as mine feels for me. Right. Right. And remembering that. And remembering that. And, And remembering that their truth is where they are in this current moment. Even if it's layered with masks because they haven't started any inner work it's still their truth. It doesn't make it less true. Like my truth 10 years ago, when I still had lots of conditioning of the people pleaser, especially, I mean, full fledged, my truth is different than it is now. I mean, it was this, it probably was the same if I could have peeled back the layers, right? But I couldn't access it. And so their experience, the other's experience doesn't make it not real and not true for them. And that's that bridge, like you said. And I thought that was a beautiful example of, I need to step away and take care of myself. And I'm going to assume and hope maybe the other person will take care of themselves. And if they're still harboring and holding on to it, that is their work, not mine to do for the other. But if they extend an olive branch, or we may choose to extend an olive branch, like, hey, do you want to talk? And if you get pushback, be like, okay, I'm trying. That's all I can do. Or you accept it when if they were to ask for that and if it goes south quick with you still holding a boundary that's just the reality of the isness of the moment right and so it, it you know and the, what does the boundary come back to again accept it change it leave it i mean those three questions come into play in everything we do what do you what would you suggest when there's an impasse when neither person is willing to move on his or her boundary. Cause there's that too. Even if you oh, try, yeah. you know, there's, there's totally. that. Okay. 
I have my boundary. You have your boundary. Mm-hmm. A solution or a decision needs to be made. And how do you navigate? Like, then would you eat? Does each person then have a wall up? Do you then try to find a bridge? I mean, that's where yeah. I think it probably does, does depend from situation to situation. Definitely. And how mm-hmm. important, you know, there's that question of how important is this? Right. And if it's really important to you, mm-hmm. then you have to just stand by it. Right. So that comes back to that accept, change, leave. Can yeah. I accept the other person is never going to agree with me on this? And now what do right. I do? Right. Can I change? Well, you can only change yourself. So my willing right. to adjust my boundary, right? Because boundaries are yeah. not all set in stone. Right. They're not. They're fluid. And so remembering that most boundaries are gray. Very few are black and white. Um, but if you found the gray, the black area of your gray, <laughs> yes. this is the edge of your gray with this boundary in this situation. And that's as far as you're willing to go because you've already made it flow a little bit for the other or yourself. And then you know that that is where you're going to stay. And if it's a situation where you're like, you know what, all this effort is not worth it. And I'm actually okay with just, quote, giving in but you're really yeah. not giving in because you're choosing to let that go. That's different versus putting the mask back on and saying, fine, whatever. Right. Right. You're choosing it for yourself. You're saying mm-hmm. the amount of energy yes. that it's taking mentally in my mind or, or even with another person, right. it's not worth the energy. Mm-hmm. And so, sometimes that's the case. And that is a conscious choice to do that and say, okay, I'm going, I've said my piece. This is where Mm -hmm. I stand. This is my truth. And now I'm just going to put it down. And a lot of times, right, is what we can allow for is the universe, right? The natural organic evolving of something that changes the situation. And that Mm -hmm. I have seen over and over Mm -hmm. again, especially like my daughter, when she's really, um, you know, uptight about something or attached to a certain, a lot of times just like, I'll say, just like, let it go, let it unfold. And how many times does it unfold naturally, organically, the way it's supposed to, and it works out. And I think that's a good thing to bring up too, is recognizing, so you can hold the boundary and you're like, let's say you're at that impasse. The other person's not willing to go anywhere. You're not willing to go anywhere. Who says it has to be settled fully with a little tidy red bow wrapped around it in that moment? So you come to it like, I'm not willing to budge. I'm not willing to budge either. And then you just release. And as you said, then the co-creation, the natural flow is going to help it unravel and unfold in the way it's going to, because it's not going to stay stagnant. Nothing stays stagnant. Everything is always moving. Energy is always flowing. But if you just continue to hold that space of your truth and the other person's holding their truth, it's going to show up and then you're going to have another new choice to make and another new choice and another new. So the the boundary you hold today may look different in a month. And I think it's when we get focused on that rigid thinking is when we get into trouble. Cause then there's a wall. If we're so rigid, 
Because for all we know, this is our truth today, but then some new information comes into play in a week or two. hundred percent. Or the other person may be like, oh my gosh, wow, I was really holding that and pushing back and I wasn't taking her perspective into play, you know, or vice versa. You know, you're holding the boundary. I wasn't taking his or her perspective into play because I was so set in my mind. And I think that's when we recognize more so that we're an ego versus in our essence. And those masks are coming into play. We just, because we have blind spots, right? Right. Especially when we're in the heat of the moment. But sometimes we can be in the heat in the moment and be so solid in our truth that we know this in every cell of our body. It just feels Mm -hmm. right. Mm Mm-hmm. And I love what you just said, because what you really just described was actually was what we talk about so often is live. It's the art of just living moment by moment. And a lot of times I think what comes into play and gets these boundaries so messed up is for some, when people build a wall and get stuck, it's because they're thinking about the future exactly, and their fear anxiety and worry about the future is creating and impacting the present moment. And then saying, no, but it's got to be like this because this might happen or that could happen. Mm -hmm. Well, how do you know what's going to happen? How do you know that? Nobody. Are you a crystal ball reader? Do you have a crystal ball and you can tell me exactly what's going to happen in one month from now or a year from now, do you know that for sure? And I don't say that with a critical lens because I used to be that all the time, always in the future, always future pace and making decisions. 10 steps ahead. (laughs) Right, all the time. And it's still a work in progress for me. I'm still trying to learn how to live in the moment, but I am Mm -hmm. getting better at it. And let me just tell you, the more that I do make my decisions moment by moment and stay in the moment, the more peace Totally. And freedom I have. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is when we stay in the moment and we live in that present moment as much as we can in this present moment, right? Yeah. (laughs) That we can do is I have noticed and gotten some input from others that it feels like you're detached. You don't Mm. care. I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but it's Because when you're in the moment, you're not worried about the future. It's like, well, why am I going to worry about that? I'm not, you know, and it doesn't mean I don't care at all. It just means that I'm just going to meet what is right now. So you may be worried about X, Y, Z. I'm not. But that doesn't mean there's no care involved. It just means let's cross that road when it happens, if it happens. Right. And so that can come off to some as though you don't care, which comes back to, again, holding those boundaries and the pushback. It just shows up differently. Yeah. And that's why there's so much gray area of this whole present moment, living, removing masks. I know. Because it's hard on the other people who aren't. Who and that's aren't said with it. compassion. That's not yes. judgment. Because I was, like you said, I was that. I had it's no a very, It's very hard to do. Yeah. It's simple and it's profound, but it's very hard to implement and carry out. And it takes a lot of time and energy to do as well. Yes. It's not a, like, you know, you said crystal ball, but then it's not waving the wand. Like, I'm going to be awake. No, it's daily intentional 
work because it is so easy to fall back into those old patterns because that's the old safety zone that we've lived with for decades. (laughs) Right. And what we're fighting or working against is the old patterns, you Mm -hmm. know, that the memories that are stored in our subconscious mind. Right. But you and I've been talking recently, even in addition, what we're fighting against is the trauma in our bodies and just the way our, and our old reptilian brain that is still very much a part of us. So we are having to work against all of these things. No one is at fault if that, you know, for any of it, it's just happens naturally. So it's just Mm -hmm. being aware and knowing that it takes intentional work practice. Yes. You have to cultivate it. It just doesn't come out of the thin air. And it is incredibly painful. And if you're actually yes. doing the work, you can't bypass. Yes. You know, because it gets too hard and then we bypass it. And then that just shoves it down because I'm sure you've seen that in others. I've seen it in others. And it's that if you can't step in, you know, that's your choice and that's okay too. You know, there's no judgment, but I can speak from personal experience going into that deep, painful stuff. It sucks and it is not fun and it's so liberating. Yeah, I was going to say there's pain either way, whether you, whether right, there's pain, it, right, right, whether you face it, feel it, mm-hmm. go through it to grow and then have the liberation. Or if you are unaware of it, you bury it, you, you know, push it down, ignore it. There's pain either way. Right. It's just, a, it it feels different. Yeah. Cause you feel you're in control of the pain or the suffering when in reality you're creating your suffering. Yeah. Mm. So might as well, you know, might as well do the work and, have the opportunity to be liberated, to have less suffering, Mm -hmm. to have more freedom, more joy, Mm -hmm. more open-heartedness, more presence, like that's more bridges. This has been the, the jewels Mm -hmm. of doing this work that I, and I actually like now when things come up in my life, rather than feeling like the victim and, oh, poor me, this is happening. I'm like actually really excited. Like, right. okay, I'm going to dig in here. Let me dig in. Right. And what can, what do I need to learn now? It's what, an opportunity. What, it's an opportunity. What mask can I peel back now? What layer of the onion can I peel back now? Right. Because more than anything, I want to get back home to my true mm-hmm. self. Like mm-hmm. as I'm getting closer, I, I desire that more than anything Right, is to come home to my true self that I have buried underneath layers and layers and layers of sedimentation for totally. the last 45 years of my life, 47 years. I mean, I'm 52, but I think, you know, whenever <laughs> it started, right. you know what I'm saying? That I can remember burying it and creating the layers. Mm-hmm. I just want to come back home. Like I mm-hmm. share all the time. Like I can remember when I was a kid, when I was at the lake, my aunt's place yeah. on the lake, or even in the ocean, just like being in the lake and floating on my back, feeling surrounded by the water mm-hmm. and the sun coming down and just feeling so one yes. with nature, 
which is one with my essence, one with who I truly am, source energy. Like I felt that connection as a kid. And that presence, you were in that full present moment. Full present, full presence in that moment. So beautiful. And that's what I'm coming back home to. Mm-hmm. And that's why now I'm like, okay, bring it on. I'm yeah. not, I don't want to push down anymore. I don't want to bury it and create another layer of sedimentation. Exactly. I want free flowing water. And how you don't have to be on a lake in the sun anymore to actually feel it. No. You can I feel know. It right where you're sitting right now. Yeah. So true. Good point. Because I do and I can. Mm-hmm. And right. that's the beauty of doing the work. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's never done. And it's never done. There's always layers. There's always, you know, and whether it's in a layer that we've explored for 10 years, it can still show up in 25 years in another little way. Because it's so nuanced. It is so nuanced. And in my patterns, there's just a few of them. So it's always, so I'm sure even the listener, you listeners have heard me say over and over again, because I do have like these three or four core patterns, masks that keep coming up, but each time it comes up, it's not like, oh, I failed or I messed Mm -hmm. up. It's just another little Mm -hmm. like layer of it, another nuance of that mask or of that pattern. Right. So, and each time it just gets a little more refined, 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 or a little Mm -hmm. different. So it's yeah. not like, oh, here, what's wrong with her? Why can't right. she figure out her freaking masks? Here it's I like, go again. <laughs> or here I go again. You know, it's yeah. no, it's, it's another little layer of it. Exactly. Exactly. And it becomes easier. I mean, it doesn't mean there's not going to be like a tsunami again, by all yeah. means, but the, the pokes to ourselves, I mean, I'm speaking for myself, but from our conversations, I can probably say you've had the same. Yeah. Yeah. Where now we get poked and the pokes aren't quite the daggers that they used to be. And we don't get sucked in as long. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. Okay. Explore this. Explore it. What's going on? And it yeah. can happen fairly quickly now. Um, it, I'll say it's years. Still feels, <laughs> yeah. For me, it does still feel like as strong, but what I will say, it doesn't last as long. Like yes, I come back I mean. around much quicker than exactly. I used to. Like when I get the poke, I'm like, ah. Oh, you know, sometimes yep. it feels just as intense now as it did yep. when I was little, but I can quickly get back online, exactly. get back with my free prefrontal cortex and I calm down, come back mm-hmm. into my parasympathetic mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And then I deconstruct with you yeah. and myself. And then I'm back to like, okay, yeah, much quicker. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We're not saying the, the poke doesn't hurt, but we're less likely right. to shoot that second arrow at ourselves. Yes, too. completely yeah. good point. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I still have moments where it's like, oh, poor me. Wait a minute. <laughs> I know. No, yeah, totally. No, that's not true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's old. that's old stuff. That's old stuff. Yeah. So it's in our bodies, is, right? Like it is. Said. Yeah, so, it's in our bodies. So, and that's the thing. We're not trying to get rid of anything. We're just trying to integrate. Absolutely. And learn to live with it. Yeah. Exactly. It's who, it's who all those ego layers, all the inner child stuff, it's still within. It's just how do we take care of ourselves and create those healthy boundaries and ebb and flow and feel really. I was just going to say, you, yep, feel is the word, feel it, 
And then when you feel it, you integrate it and then it just becomes, you know, part of who you are. Right. Yeah. Wow. This was such a great conversation on boundaries. Like it, it, um, went where I thought it was going to go, but it also (laughs) took some twists and turns, but good ones. I loved it. What a great conversation. I so, just love allowing it to go where it needs to go in the moment, right? There's the present moment. Yeah. So I'm hoping that for all of you listeners that this conversation is as helpful for you as it was for me today. It was super helpful. And, you know, we just, as always, Tia and I are so appreciative of your support for listening, for viewing us and um, just keep showing up. And we'll keep showing up for you. That's right. All right. Have a good day, everyone. Thanks. Take care, everybody. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Masks Off. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe and share with friends and family. Check out the show notes for how to contact us. Remove your masks 